A quick search in the Middle Georgia area shows us that there are around 131 licensed financial advisors, planners, brokers, whatever you want to call them. So how do you find the one that's just right for you? We'll get into that today as well as some other things on today's show. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Glad to have you again on My Retirement Clarity. I am Ben George. He is Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management, serving Macon with our office right there at Northside Crossing. And Lee, welcome in. Good to talk to you again. I'm sure these last couple weeks maybe have been a little busier than most here post-election. Yeah, exactly. As we sit here today, record this, we're mid-November. And as of right now, we still don't know who the president's going to be. We feel like we've got a pretty good idea. We will, of course... As always, stay out of politics here on the show, but I think it's pretty safe to say that it doesn't matter, in my opinion, who's in the White House. Taxes are going to increase, and to me, that's that's really the bigger issue. You know, over the last few months, I got lots of people saying, well, hey, well, what happens if if Biden is elected? What's going to happen to my money? Well, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I was never one of those people that said if Biden got elected that you were going to lose all your money because... We, we have, of course, seen good presidents, bad presidents, both Democratic and Republic. The market doesn't really matter. The market doesn't really care who's in the office. It's more about everything else that's going on. But in my opinion, the greater threat to everybody, to all the listeners, to everybody that's out there, is taxes. And, and like I said, it doesn't matter who is in the office, who's in the White House. Taxes are going to increase in the future. And so people have got to make the the steps to prepare for increasing taxes. So yeah, that's what's been keeping us busy. Yeah. And I, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that because it, it really takes us into our main topic today on, on picking the right advisor. And that's the goal for the show today is to go through and kind of give you some things to be looking for when you're having conversations with an advisor, interviewing potential advisors, some things to look out for, understanding the role of the advisor completely. It's more than just picking some investments. There's a lot more that goes into it, as Lee's mentioned. Taxes are a big part of it. But also, it's important, too, to point out, Lee, anybody anybody that's listening to the show can reach out to you and take advantage of your ticking tax time bomb book offer. Yeah, yeah, we all, and really all you have to do if if you if taxes are a concern for you and and if they're not, I would tell you really kind of open your eyes a little bit. They really should be. We've got a book, Diffuse. It's called Diffuse: Seven Steps to Diffuse the IRA Ticking Tax Time Bomb, and you can get a free copy of that book. All you've got to do is text the word Diffuse to four seven four seven four seven. Put in good contact information, and we'll give you a copy of that book. And it'll outline some of the things that you can do to take proactive steps in, in tax planning. Again, D-E-F-U-S-E to 474747. And also I'll remind you, too, now, you know, talking election a little bit, too. If you go to Lee's website, MyRetirementClarity.com, there's a, a free offer, too, for answering the question, will the presidential election result impact your retirement. You can get that instant download now on the website as well. Take advantage yep. of that. Absolutely. Good information there. 
So let's jump into our conversation today, Lee, and we'll have a mailbag question too come up afterwards. So stay stay tuned for that as well. But you know, a lot of people are focused on their portfolio, picking the right investments, maybe making sure their portfolio is balanced, trying to get a great return in the market, all these things. But how much time are people actually spending on finding the right advisor to help them work through all these tasks and a lot, a lot, lot more? I mean, we talk about the comprehensive planning that Lee and his team at JL Perkins Wealth Management do. And it's important that you put the time to find the person that matches up with that. And a lot of people aren't doing their due diligence along the way. And it leads to a lot of people not understanding what they need and what they should expect out of an advisor. Well, I think that's a big, a big part of it too. So we want to clear up some of that on this episode and, and kind of clarify some ways you can evaluate your current advisor if you have one. And if not, figure out what you need to be looking for as you go out and interview. So I think an important topic today that we hop into here, Lee. So yep. if someone doesn't know exactly what they should be getting from their financial advisor, and I think a lot of people that haven't worked with one Maybe in that boat, they just don't understand exactly what the role is, what all goes into it. It's hard to, you know, really understand if your advisor is doing a good job or not. If you're in that position where you don't know what you should expect, give us some context here to help us maybe set our expectations for what kind of service we should be getting. Yeah, it's it's a great question because really, I think honestly, people don't really know what they should be getting. Uh, just to give you a an example. I was playing pickleball. I've kind of gotten into the pickleball craze, <laughs> and I'm, I'm one. You know, at 50 years old, I'm one of the younger ones that's in the the big group of probably 30, 35 people that I play with. And some of the people there know what I do for a living. And a guy asked me. He said, "Hey, you know, you know, I've got." He asked. He started telling me about an account, and and his only question about the account was, "Well, what do I charge?" And and so, you know, I said, well, you know, it really just depends. And so from his perspective, the only thing he's looking at is what does an advisor charge? And so without proper context, it's kind of a, a tough question to answer because it really depends on what you're getting. So in my opinion, if somebody is going to be your financial advisor, they need to do way more than just manage your money. Now, that is how we get paid is to manage. That's that's how advisors, most advisors will get paid is to manage money. Now, what do you get for that management fee? Well, I don't know what a lot of people do. I know some people, all they do is manage money. We do way more than that. I always tell my clients that probably 10 or 15% of my effort and energies is spent on managing the assets. The other 80, 85% of our time is spent on planning. And sometimes people, they're like, planning, well, what is that? Well, it's a lot of things. It's, it's tax planning, like, like, ben, like you and I were just talking about. You know, how, how do you minimize taxes in the future? How do you prepare for increasing taxes? So, so tax planning is a big part of it. Now, not, not tax returns. I certainly don't do tax returns, but being prepared for taxes. Income planning. Those are things that sometimes people really need some help with you know it's not just a matter of well i'm going to retire and draw social security and that's it it's coordinating income from a lot of different sources it's it's legacy planning of course how do i give my beneficiaries the most you know the most amount of my assets when i pass away and how do i do that in a tax efficient way so you know income planning tax planning healthcare planning investment planning legacy planning there's all kind of things that go into whatever that management fee is that you pay. So 
if advisor A is managing your money, and that's all he's doing, and manager B is doing all of the other things, and they're charging you the same thing, which one should you go to? I'd probably say it would make sense to go to advisor B. Right. And so that that's obviously what, what we do is we do, you know, we're doing, that's obviously what we do is, you know, we do an, an entire complete plan to address all areas because we've seen things go wrong and we want to make sure that people are completely prepared for whatever lies ahead for them in retirement. So look beyond that, just that simple, hey, here's what I'm going to charge you to do the job. It's, it goes much, much deeper than that. And that just kind of gives you an idea of some of the different areas that, that Lee works with clients on. I'm sure there's there's even more beyond that, but we don't have time yeah. to list them all on this this show. Yeah, we but. could do a whole show on what you you know, what you get for the money and, and all those kind of things. And maybe we'll do that one day. Who knows? Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Well what about, you know, if if somebody's working with an advisor and and they still they got a pretty good idea now of what kind of service they should be getting. But you know, you don't always get to see exactly what your advisor's doing day to day with your account and, and, and with your portfolio. Are there any warning signs that somebody can be on the lookout for that tells them, hey, you know, you might want to start looking to see if there's another advisor that might fit you a little bit better than the current person? Well, I would say one of the biggest warning signs that we see uh, when when people come in and I, I start trying to figure out what's wrong in the current relationship is just lack of uh, lack of communication that, that they don't sometimes advisors don't reach out to their clients and the clients may feel like, hey, the, you know, what, what is the advisor actually doing for me? What value are they providing? Now, on the flip side, I do understand that, that sometimes clients aren't very responsive. And, and so if you're not a responsive client, then you know, some of that responsibility does lie on your shoulders to be, you know, return phone calls, do those kind of things. But if your advisor is, you know, sold you a product or something like that, and then you've never heard from them again, well, you don't have an advisor. What you have is a salesperson, and that person probably has no interest in helping you with anything else. Also, if the advisor is only talking about investments, they're probably not adding any other value other than just that investment, that account. And so they may not be experienced enough to help you with things like social security planning or, or, or wealth transfer or tax planning or tax minimization, all those kind of things. They may just sort of be out of their element on that and they shy away from those conversations. So yeah, make sure you're getting full value uh, from your advisor. Hey there, sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to take just a minute to tell you about a new book I've written called Diffuse, How to Protect Your IRA or 401k from the IRS Ticking Tax Time Bomb. It's a really easy read and it gives you specific strategies that you can implement right now to be better prepared for increasing taxes. Now we all know taxes are very likely to increase in the future and with all the recent stimulus packages, I believe that even more. So I'm making this book available to you, the listener of the show. So here's how you get it. Just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. Give us a good mailing address and we'll send it right out. I'll even pick up the shipping cost. Again, just text the word DEFUSE to 474747 and get your copy today. Now back to the show. Let's, let's kind of shift gears and look at this at a different angle. You know, there's going to be times when you have an advisor that really works great for you and meets a lot of your needs and is helping you reach your goals. 
and they've done a great job through the years. But at some point, you know, their specialty maybe is doesn't really fit you anymore as a client. Can you give me an example when that might apply, where the, maybe the specialty kind of runs out for what you need? Yeah, we we see this pretty frequently, especially as people are getting ready to retire. Sometimes we you know meet with people who've had an advisor maybe ten or fifteen years, and I say, well, what is it about the advisor? What do they do? What what have they done for you? What do you like about them? And they'll say, well, they've grown my money. We've been very aggressive, and they've grown my money. And as I dig deeper, what I learn is that is that advisor's specialty, which is just accumulation. They're on the accumulation phase of things. But once once somebody gets into the distribution phase of things, which is now where we're we're trying to to take income from assets, sometimes that advisor who's an accumulation specialist is out of his element. He doesn't know how to use a portfolio to generate income. Uh, he may, ha- may not have access to the tools that allow him to do the complete type of income planning that, that we do for our clients. And, th- and that's, you know, our, our specialty is, is people who are retired or about to retire. And those folks face a completely different set of challenges than people who are in their 30s and 40s who are accumulate money in a 401k or in a, in a in an investment account and, and growth is their only objective. Once you get close to, to retirement, growth is a secondary objective for, for most people. So yeah, sometimes you may actually just outgrow your advisor and most of the times that advisor is okay with you being handed over to a specialist if they want what's in your best interest. Well, it can be tough for somebody to, to switch advisors. I mean, you build a relationship through those years and you become pretty close with somebody in many cases. I mean, maybe that's not always the case, but I would assume if you stick with somebody for a long time, it's because you like them, you enjoy working with them. So even if they're not a great fit, maybe you just have a hard time pulling the trigger. But what are some things that could go wrong for someone in their retirement plan if they decide, hey, I just cannot you know, leave this advisor. We just have too good a relationship and, but they're not a good fit for you anymore. Yeah. We don't see this as frequently, but on the couple of uh, situations where I have, it's really kind of a detrimental thing for the client. And going back to the same situation we just talked about, if the person is an accumulation specialist, okay, well, it's been working, been working. Now we're retired. We're going to continue to do it because it's always worked. Well, Sometimes people, because of that relationship, they don't want to hurt the, the person's feelings or something like that, and they just hang with their advisor. And now, all of a sudden, we're a couple of years into retirement, market goes a little bit sideways, and they're not prepared for it because they're still investing like they were 45 or 50 years old. And, and hey, when the markets are great, it's, it's easy. You know, everybody's happy when the markets are doing fine, but once there's turbulence in the market, things start to get a little bit, you know, the ground gets a little bit shaky that you're walking on. And lots of times that can make the, you know, the accumulation advisor a little bit nervous. And that's when they will generally give the advice, just hold in there. It'll come back. Well, when you're retired, you don't have the time to recover many times. And you're also not contributing to your accounts anymore. So the game just changes. And so you definitely want to make sure that you're not, you don't hang in there too long with a wrong advisor simply because of a relationship. Well, I'm assuming a lot of people listening to this episode maybe don't have an advisor yet. I mean, you see the 
the title of the episode, how to pick the right advisor. Maybe you don't have one. So let's kind of shift and, and look at those people right now and kind of help them out a little bit, give them some guidance, Lee. I guess first thing is, if you are in the market for an advisor or looking for someone to start working with, it's a good idea to go out and start interviewing people, correct? I mean, I'll just have one or two meetings. I mean, it's okay to go and talk to three, four, five different people to see exactly you know, what they'll do for you. Yeah, you, you absolutely should do that. And you want to make sure that you are on the same page with an advisor. So if you are somebody who thinks that you can take proactive steps to time the market, you can gather some information, maybe that somebody that everybody doesn't know, and you can buy this stock or you can buy this company or sell this company, and you can do those kind of things and sort of outsmart the market, there are advisors out there who would be perfect for you. Now, I would tell you, in my opinion, that's hogwash because the market cannot be timed. But that is a gigantic subset of advisors who are out there. And they, they when they're talk when they're talking to a, a prospect, that's their selling point is, hey, we're, we're going to beat the market. Well, sometimes you can and, and many times you can't. In my opinion, the markets can't be timed. And so we have a very disciplined approach that we stick with. And so we don't think markets can be timed. We think it is all about having the proper diversification, allocating assets along all, you know, all different types of sectors, and then systematically rebalancing on a schedule, not doing it because we think the markets are going to go up or going to go down. Where people make mistakes is thinking they can time the market. You know, nobody, not one single person, Ben, has ever called me when the market is up a thousand points in a day and say, Lee, we need to sell. It's it's never happened. But if you're if you're doing what we know we should do, which is sell high and buy low, that's exactly what, what you should do. But nobody's ever called me. But I can't tell you how many people that when the market is down a pretty good bit, they get nervous and call me and say, What do you think? Do we need to get out? So that's that's why you've got to have, be disciplined in your process and stay with that 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 discipline process over time because over the long run that way is going to win every time. Yeah, that's an important uh, approach for sure. I mean, is there any other way that you can kind of get a, a good idea from you know interviewing an, an advisor whether or not their philosophy lines up with you or their approach is going to fit you well? I just think you got to ask the difficult questions and, and you'll get a gut feeling. And, and sometimes you may ask somebody who may, you may talk to somebody who answers all the questions in the right way, but you don't really have a good gut feeling down deep inside that, that they're a right fit for you. You know, feel free to walk out the door. I know that I'm not the greatest fit for everybody. I, I know that we, we, there are people that want things that we don't do, but there's, there's somebody for you. You just have to be realistic about your expectations, because the last thing I want to do is have somebody come in here and, and say, hey, you know, I, I want to get 9% every year, but I don't want to take any risk. Well, that's not realistic, and I'm certainly not going to, you know, I'm going to not take that person on as a client because they're never going to be happy, and ultimately I don't want to help them fail if their their expectations are unrealistic. Well, if you want to set up a time to uh, to sit down with Lee and interview Lee, if you're looking for an advisor or want to maybe see if it's time for a change, you, it's very simple. All you have to do is go to talkwithlee.com. You can set up a time there uh, through the website. And if you just want to learn more about what Lee does, some of his strategies, some of his approach to financial planning, 
Just visit MyRetirementClarity.com. You can also listen to any of our old podcasts too, past episodes. I shouldn't call them old because they're not outdated. There's still some yeah. great information in there, but some past episodes we recorded and go through and listen to, to what Lee uh, has to say and, and kind of learn more about the approach he takes to uh, to planning. I think it'd be very, very helpful. Yeah, I, I think being that, that 15 minute call, that's what that is. That is an interview. You're interviewing me. I'm interviewing you. You know, we don't necessarily on that call find out if we're on the same page, but we'll know if we're in the same book and whether or not to to schedule a face-to-face meeting. So it's a great way to start to learn a little bit about each other. Exactly. Talkwithlead.com. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Mailbag time. Let's get one mailbag question today, Lee. Before we get out of here, Everett writes in. He's in Macon. He says, is it a bad idea to do a Roth conversion if I have a high income? Man, I saw I saw this question come in, and Everett, that is a question that I cannot answer in the podcast. This, there's so many, so many ways to, to go with this. On the outset, you know, just kind of on the surface, look at, it, at the question. Yeah, if you've got a high income right now, Maybe a conversion may not be the best for you, but I have seen people who do have a high income where it makes sense to do a partial Roth conversion. So it really depends on a lot of different variables in your situation. How much money you're making this year? Are you going to make that over the next few years? How much do you want to convert? Can we do this over a period of time? So yeah, a lot of moving parts there, Everett. I'd love to help you. Just give me a give me a call here at the office and I'll walk you through whether or not it makes sense because we've got a really cool software that that will help us determine whether or not from a mathematical standpoint if a Roth conversion makes sense so yeah give me a call yeah again we, we always welcome your questions and we'll do our best to answer them here uh, again we're always going to probably need more information than we can get through a simple question but hopefully that kind of gives you an idea but always again schedule an appointment talkwithlead.com myretirementclarity.com is the website as well and you can call Lee directly if you prefer just a phone call. It's 478-254-3550. So, again, a, a reminder before we get out of here as well, subscribe to the podcast and also take advantage of Lee's offer for the Ticking Tax Time Bomb book. It's just a simple text message, D-E-F-U-S-E, diffuse to 474747. Lee, appreciate the time today. Hopefully we help people kind of understand the role that you play and all advisors play with their clients and uh, hopefully... You know, people understand after today that it is a very important relationship that's going to really help you determine your retirement success in many ways. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Ben. Take care. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.